0: Welcome to another episode of the Biohacker Bondi podcast where we talk all things health, wellness, longevity, and of course, biohacking. I'm your host, Jenny Jones, and today's guest is a true sensation from the TikTok world known as the Worm Queen, Kim Rogers. We are diving deep into the world of parasites. If you feel fatigued, mentally fogged, have traveled and got sick, or if you are often bloated, have skin issues, or you simply do not feel yourself, this episode is for you. Parasites might be the root cause to these symptoms and it's important to know what to look for, how to test, how to detox, and how to stay away from the parasites on a daily basis or while traveling. Though the thought of parasites may be unsettling, the reality is many of us will encounter these unwelcome guests at some point in our lives, especially while traveling to foreign countries. Kim's journey of self-discovery began with a shocking revelation. Her body was home to parasites. This unexpected find led her down a path of research, introspection, and a quest for optimal health. Not just stopping at parasites, Kim's exploration unveiled a conjunction of mold poisoning as well, with these unwelcome guests. Kim has turned her personal encounters into her passion, bringing to light the often overlooked yet crucial discussions surrounding parasites and mold. In today's episode, we'll unravel Kim's unique journey from her initial encounters and tests that reveal the presence of these invaders, to her reactions, remedies, the creation of her own solution, parify. What she does while traveling, what food she avoids, and she even gives daily tips like how to wash your vegetables to avoid digesting parasites. We'll dive deep into the world of mold as well, and the impacts of parasites on mental health and the interconnection of it all with our everyday life. So get ready for an intriguing, candid, and insightful conversation as we unlock the mysteries of our own bodies with the one and only Kim Rogers. Welcome to another episode of the Biohacker Bondi podcast, where we're going to talk all about parasites today my favorite with kim rogers and her instagram is all about getting rid of those nasty parasites um is it it, so it's mrs rogers dot hood is your instagram right and basically your whole page is about getting rid of parasites and how it is now horrible parasites are and how they're in our food water just um yeah everywhere and then i guess i believe we're not detox you know getting rid of them as well as we should because of all the toxins in our bodies not working the way it should so i feel like now we have to even pay closer attention to getting rid of parasites traveling all these things and I don't even think people realize they have parasites in them, and there's so much. I mean, you're always going to have parasites as well, I believe, and then you also need to get rid of those nasty parasites. Um, So let's just, I don't know where you want to start. Let's talk about, I would love to know how you got into this, because your passion for parasites is... (laughs) is amazing. Um, your whole page is uh, contributed to uh, parasite cleansing, and you also have your own protocol with your own uh, supplements and everything. So I don't know if you want to talk about your health journey sure how you got to
1: yeah (laughs) how I got here so originally, I started on tiktok I am a tiktoker at heart I have about 475,000 followers over on tiktok and they deemed me with the label worm queen so because I didn't want to be known as worm lady when I went viral I was like sat there for a few days and I'm like I'm going to go to the people that are on my account and I'm going to say, I don't want to be known as Worm Lady. Could, could we all kind of come up with something other than Worm Lady? And okay. so we came up with Duh Worm Queen and I don't really like DA. So we're Worm Queen. So we just, that's where I'm at. So my nickname is Worm Queen and I, I wear it proudly because I really love teaching people about their bodies and their health. And I worked in Western medicine since 2004. I was a licensed medical specialist. I worked in the field and then I migrated over to academia where I was a professor and I ran 25 uh, healthcare colleges for DeVry. I authored a bunch of A&P books and medical billing and coding and medical assisting and pharmacy. And then my own health took a turn for the worst and I started to um, really dig deep on what was going on with my body because I worked in the field and my colleagues just kept saying, look, it's endometriosis. That's what's taking you out. We don't know what else is wrong with you. All your symptoms keep pointing to that. And I'm like, something else is going on. And so I started digging on my own and looking to see what other options I had to look at. I was willing to do anything at this point. Because my health was declining so rapidly. What was your symptoms? Um, grinding of the teeth, IBS, I stopped pooping for months on end. Um, oh. I was bloated. I had that endo belly. I yeah. continually kept going for surgeries and it would only last for a year. And then the symptoms would come back. My flares were during the full moon. My skin was totally broken out. Like I felt like trash on a daily basis. I, at some points I couldn't really, um, walk very well cause I was in a lot of pain, now I know I had mold poisoning, so mm. I really just kind of started digging in. And my account originally was mushrooms. Mushrooms are my jam. Oh, mushrooms, I love it. Yes. Mushrooms are yeah amazing. So good, so mm-hmm. good. Um, and then we built this log home. So my account originally was how to self heal using mushrooms, and also showing people how we were building this log home because we started building it in 2019. Are okay. Just the two of us, my husband and me. That's it. It's just why the two is us log that did home. It's mm-hmm. log home so you don't have mold. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but we lived in a travel trailer while we were building this log home, and that's where the parasites came in because the water where we live is actually um, contaminated with nematodes. We had it in- independently tested, and so it came back positive, and that's how m- me and my husband got so sick. And then we were nematodes. living in the mold. Yeah, those that's roundworm.
0: Nematodes okay.
1: is a roundworm. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. it's been a journey. <laughs> so you, so you <laughs> recently yeah. had parasites and mold. Yeah. 2019, 2019 is okay. when we moved to our property and I, my health started declining. We actually owned this property since 2016 and we would come out here on weekends, which means I was being contaminated since 2016. Okay. Wow. And then moved out here permanently full time in 2019 and my health declined very fast when we moved out here. And I couldn't figure out why until, until last year, I realized that in 2021 was worms. And then once I got rid of my parasites, the mold really took over my body. And I realized then I had actual mold poisoning in conjunction with the parasites, which is pretty, This is a pretty typical story for a lot of Western medicine society, chronically ill people, Mm -hmm. and I just don't think we really talk about it. And so I think when my video over on TikTok that had 10.2 million views and a million views the first couple of hours really launched – people started coming out of the woodwork saying I've had parasites. No one talks about it. And I'm like, look, I'll talk about it. Like I got no qualms. I will talk about anything.
0: <laughs> I know. You know, I, when I first started looking into parasites, cause I did a stool test, which said I had mm-hmm. parasites and everything. Um, I, it's kind of shocking. Cause you, you don't want to see these worms when you kind of look up pictures and stuff. You're like, is that really in me?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then when you see it come out, you're like, I can't believe that I have that that's in my colon coming out. Like,
1: <laughs> yes, that's the itchy. Why do I don't you know? know you start to go into kind of a denial yeah. and then because they can control you a little bit. Yeah. Then you're like, I don't have that. That's not what's wrong with me. <laughs> so
0: how did you find out you had parasites and mold? Did you do a stool? Did you do blood tests? Um, I know like for my mold, I believe that was part blood Mm -hmm. and then parasites was the stool test. So did you do both or? Yeah.
1: I did okay. it all. And you can actually tell when your EOS or your um is high. So I actually would always see that my EOS on my blood work was high. And yeah. I usually went around the full moon to get my blood work done, which is kind of strange because it really never correlated until I went viral. And then the moment I went viral, it was like this level of a, being awake went to a whole nother level. And I'm like, oh my God it's all making sense. Like the piece of this puzzle was missing for years. And then all of a sudden I got it in the moment that I went viral on TikTok. And I, I watched someone talk about how their depression and their anxiety and their body just wouldn't change. And then they did Paragard, which is what I started doing and kind of what made me develop my own kit Parify because of how harsh Paragard was on me. I wanted something that was a little easier. Is Paragard medication is that the No, medication? it's like you can buy it over over on Amazon. It's like $30, but you should do more than just a main cleanse. With Paragard, you actually have to add more supporting tinctures and a yeah. binder. And I didn't know any of that. I come from Western medicine. A binder to us is if somebody is overdosed or alcohol poisoning and we're trying to remove the toxins and a high dose of charcoal, that's really what a binder is. I never really knew that you took it in a micro dose and it like helps you know, pull all of it. Now I know and that's why it's in our kit. But before mm-hmm. I was like, what are you talking about? Charcoal? Mm-hmm. Like people do not
0: know what charcoal mm-hmm. is. Like when I bring charcoal around to people, they're like, What mm-hmm. do you do? like charcoal? They think of like barbecue
1: charcoal. Yes. It's like yes.
0: I'm like, no, no, no. You need this. I actually take it if I ever do drink, like I actually take it before mm-hmm. I drink. Um I've also every time already- you eat junkie. Yeah. Like, or like even sushi. I've, I've seen say yes. when I have sushi, I take the charcoal. Just, I don't mm-hmm.
1: know. Like, so I um, did not let them settle. So I watched this chick <laughs> on TikTok talk about how she almost <clears throat> herself because of worms. And that was what she said. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, I'm going to go ahead and give it a try. It was a trend on TikTok, And I had about 10,000 followers around this time. So I had a a good account over on TikTok for just being a homesteading account, talking about building. And and then I took it and within three days, three days, the first thing I noticed was the pain on my right side where my endometriosis always was flared up was gone. The movement that I was having in my other regions was <sighs> gone. And I looked in the toilet and it was... A disaster. Like it was carcasses. I saw worms. I saw flukes. I saw eggs. And I always had seen them before, but I never really realized until I took a dewormer that, oh my God, like this is really what was going on with my body. And so I started digging even more and I found out that I had cryptosporidium parvium, which is parvo that kills puppies. And it actually was affecting my kidneys and my liver. Because at one point when I was deworming with Paragard, I went yellow and I, like I'm like what is going on I actually have videos because I've documented every single day of my journey since then wow. and so I was kind of yellow and now I realize it was cuz I was removing liver flukes and so my liver was really having a hard time keeping up with the bile and then I wasn't using a charcoal so I wasn't using a binder so my body was even being put more through intensity yeah and then that's kind of how my kit came about was I started adding things to it to make it an easier cleanse for me. And then my husband hopped on and he is a baby. So I had to make sure whatever I gave him was very supporting or he'd be like, I'm never doing this again. And I'm like, I gotta make sure you're good, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I've tried to like even with parasite
0: cleanse, it can be kind of brutal. Like you kind of get some fatigue or something, you know, these symptoms kind of um that, what do they call it? The wear off the or die, the, off. The die off. Yeah. yeah. So there, that can be a little like harsh initially
1: on the body. So, so then that. I did get a stool test. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, like what's wrong with me? You know, like at this point now I'm, I'm literally docking my documenting my entire journey everyone can watch it and I'm talking about it and documenting your stool or anything like all this. i never showed it. Mm -hmm. I've seen
0: some, I've seen some people on Instagram show it and I'm
1: like, wow, that's
0: pretty, that's pretty vulnerable.
1: We get hundreds a day. We get so many, like when I hire my team, the first thing I ask them is how do you feel about seeing poop, pee, and worms? And if you don't like it, you can't be on the team because we get them in our DMs, our emails, and our comments. When you can post a picture, and we have a Facebook group, so I found out really fast that TikTok doesn't like seeing worms, and I was getting in trouble all the time. So I quit showing other people's worms. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! I know. I own a page now. We actually are doing an ebook. So people that give us their worms, we're actually creating a parasite identification ebook. But we have about 500 worms that I've identified that are on my my website. We are just going to take
0: a quick pause to mention my amazing sponsor, Equip Foods. I am obsessed with all of their products, their protein powder, their organ supplements, but I also want to talk about their collagen, which I love. Clinical studies show that collagen improves the health of the joints, gut lining, connective tissues, and skin. I put a scoop every morning with my coffee and I will also add the collagen to my almond milk when I make cappuccinos to make it extra frothy. Their grass-fed collagen formula uses the absolute highest quality bovine collagen available from cows pasture-raised on small farms in the U.S contains 15 grams of grass-fed collagen peptides and none of those unhealthy additives or artificial ingredients found in most products. Complete Collagen Unflavored contains only one ingredient, grass-fed bovine collagen peptides. Well, it's the easiest way to support healthy joints and tissues and support recovery after an injury. Equip Foods was so kindly to offer my listeners a 20% discount using the code biohackerblondie20 for 20% off any of their products. So go check them out because all of their products are amazing. I will provide the link and code in the show notes. And for now, let's dive back into this episode. Wow. five. Okay. <laughs> There's so many out there. So how do you, I mean, It just like, we're
1: always going to have worms in our body, right? Um, not necessarily. We're always working towards making our body inhospitable so they can't make a home. And what happens with a lot of chronically ill people, especially like myself, where I sit a lot and I don't, I didn't eat the best. I'm the best host. And then they start to absorb things like the heavy metals and the mold spores, and then you get allergies, Mm -hmm. but in my opinion, and at this point, I guess I've been deemed kind of... an expert is our bodies 100% should not have parasitic activity going on in it, in it at all. Our bodies need to be brought to that homeostasis level. And in order to do that, we should be cleansing three to four times a year. When you haven't cleansed since birth, like Mexico, Latin America, you know, Korea, the Amish, all of these people cleanse at least two times a year a parasite cleanse. Mhm. going to ask you mm-hmm. because it's like if you do this
0: once, which I have done, so when I went to my doctor, I had some gut issues and then found out okay, I have parasites and mold. Mm-hmm. Um and he actually I think it was pretty bad to where he gave me a parasite medication initially. Yep. Um and then I also did ozone. I don't know okay. what your thoughts are for ozone. I Ozone. Yeah, that was a game changer. I did IV and then raspberry, mm-hmm. how also had mold and everything. So I did rectal ozone for a while. And I would see every time I would do that in the morning, actually, I would see parasites come out. And um, so that was, I guess, very helpful because <laughs> yes. I saw them come out all the time. I was like, is this, you know, at first you're like, wait, what is this? <laughs> hmm And then, okay, so, you know, I felt, I really felt I got my system, you know, cleared and everything, but I did it once. And then, you know, I went to Mexico last year and I just felt like I, something was off again. And it was like this weird bloat, like my cravings, just like everything was off. And I just knew like deep down, I feel like Mm -hmm. I, there was some parasite because even the person I went with got really sick and took antibiotics, but I did not. Um, so, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. Um, but I think one thing that has helped me, if you've heard of the Symbiotica Para X, mm-hmm. um, I started taking that. And I think finally, after taking that, that really just got rid of whatever. And I'm taking a charcoal. I, I love Quicksilver um, Scientific, their charcoal mm-hmm. binder with the. Go. Clay, which I saw yours has the bentonite clay and the charcoal, Mm. your little, uh, concoction for the binder, which is great. Cause I think that just like people don't realize if you're going to detox or do these things, you need to get out of your system. You need to grab those things. Right. So, um, yeah, I finally feel that bloat and that weird, I mean, some weird bloat was happening. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was kind of a game changer for me. So you're saying about twice a year, at least people should do three to four. Three to four. Okay.
1: Not a one and done. And see, that's, that's where that's- the difference of what holistic medicine versus, uh, and traditional versus the Western is that. We're so used to taking one pill and having it solve everything. And unfortunately, if you're not washing your produce and you eat raw produce, even eat it out, right? I don't eat raw produce anymore when I'm out and about. The only time I eat raw produce because I know that I'm soaking my produce appropriately and I also use ozonated water with the Thorosage O3 bubbler. I Wait, only, will eat, I will only eat my produce. I will not eat produce when I am outside of my household because worms and parasites live in produce. That is exactly why Mexico, which yeah. we eat their produce. Yeah. knows To cleanse because they know that their water system, which my water is terrible. My, that's how yeah. I got it. So, I was washing my produce with my water, which was contaminated. So, what happened? I was just continually contaminating myself because I was rinsing my produce with the tap water that was um, a- affected.
0: I don't do any more. People don't think about this, but I, I mean, living in LA, the water is horrible here. So, nope. I have my Aqua True filter water and I only soak my, my produce in that water. I know I put it in a bowl and I do that because I just, mm. I, I mean, the water here is full of chlorine yep. um, and it's so toxic
1: for the body. And so and chlorine loves chlorine and cryptosporidium parvium actually work together. So Wait, second one, Cryptosporidium parvium, which is a very common parasite. It's like Giardia, Defragilis, and Crypto are the three that are in contaminated water. And a lot of people think that bleach or chlorine will ruin or get rid of it, but actually they live together. And I found that out when I got sick and I got our water tested. So all of everything I've done in order for me to talk about it on my account, like my ethics is I need to have done it, researched it and had a solution before I even talk about it on any of my social platforms. So I think that I think people think that when you go to a restaurant, that they're actually caring about your, your well-being, and they are not washing their produce. Like, yeah. I'm just going to be real. I talk with a lot of chefs. They're like, I mean, we don't really, we might rinse it. Well, they're rinsing it with the water in yeah. which we're trying- to not take so that just by itself you should be cleansing three to four times a year because that by itself can cause an issue now if you go outside and you're walking barefoot that's hookworm and tapeworm and roundworm Mm -hmm. and if you have dogs and the dog went to the bathroom and then it rained and you haven't dewormed your dog and then you step where your dog's eggs are right because the dog's eggs that's really what we're worrying about. We're really worrying about microscopic eggs that go to the bloodstream and then spread all over. And I really think that a lot of people think that it's this physical worm and that it's only in the gut, and the colon. But in reality, mine was everywhere. I had I it in my lymphatic system. It's in your blood. That's how when they take your blood, they can test your blood for the EOS, which mm-hmm. can be high, and especially in people that have mold and parasites. Can you say what EOS is for the listeners? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's an ESO-cell. It's part of your white blood cells, mm-hmm. and it's standard on most CBDs? which is a complete blood count. Mm -hmm. So when that's high, a lot of doctors just go, Oh, you are fighting an infection. Mm -hmm. But if you look at exactly what that is, it's fungus, mold, and parasites. That's the three indications. And when you're above a specific number, it means that something in your white blood cell count is being attacked. Yeah, and that's why your level is high. And so when mine was high, while I was seeing worms, I realized that that's what it was. So then I got my stool checked, Mm -hmm. and I realized that from my stool coming back that I had parasites. And then I had them come out of my feet. And then I had my water tested. So it was like a series of events that I just kept digging. And my water came back positive. And then I was like, "Well, that's what's happened." You know, where did you get your water? How did you test your water? Um, parasites.org.
0: Okay. So you just send them a sample of your water and then they can Mm -hmm. say, Hey, this is in it.
1: Yeah. And the state of Washington got involved, but of course they came back and said, we don't see anything. And I had my water tested multiple places where I would come in my travel trailer. I had it tested. I had it tested straight from the street Mm -hmm. and then I had it tested across. So I mean, I was like, I know I'm going to get pushback from all of this from the state. So I made sure I covered all my bases. It's like a realtor trying to sell you a
0: home. Of course, they're going to hire someone that says you have no mold in your home.
1: Right. Yeah,
0: (laughs) You kind of have to do a third party, you know, test for these things because Mm -hmm. mold, your water, all this, you have to go to the right labs. And even when I do... You know, some testing for parasite stool—you have to go to the right labs, and the microscope makes a difference. Like all these yes. little things. So, I always suggest
1: getting a kind of like two, you know, opinions mm-hmm. or labs or whatever. So, um, I took my stool, and I the same stool went to parasites.org as it did LabCorp. Okay. So, I the same stool and LabCorp came back negative, yeah, and parasites.org came back positive.
0: I know I actually, when I, when I did my stool test, my first one, um, and I did one, I did one with one medical and then my other doctor who was amazing. He works with like Mark Hyman and everything, but he actually had my, my stool go to, I believe Africa for a special, uh, yeah, someone, uh, they have like a special microscope there. Mm-hmm. So like, he really wanted to use that one because they get, I guess they dive deep into the stool and see
1: everything. (laughs) They they spread it out because I used to teach lab techs That was part of my job when um, I worked in academia. So the way they spread it out, and if they can't see it on that first level, then they can go in and do multiple different levels in the microscope to look to see. And they also have different ways of looking at the stool in in the sample so that they don't, because you're only giving them a small sample.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to go in and take different Parts of the stools. Wow. And they, yeah. So
1: yes. that's. Uh, and if you don't refrigerate it and you send it and it sits mm-hmm. out, which is what happens in Western medicines labs is that it sits out. And when it sits out, those things die and then they're not able to see them. So when you're sending it to an independent lab, it's all they're doing. They have more instructions. They they're there to hold your hand. And that really kind of makes a big difference because half my sample got lost at LabCorp. Really? Too. So then they just said sorry. And I'm like, yo, like I'm checking my stool at a full moon at the heightened. I've stopped all <laughs> my antiparasitics for two weeks, you assholes. And now <laughs> I've got to do this all over again. Like it I was know, know. it was bad. Sorry, I swore, but I was oh. so bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not fun to do a stool test. It's kinda
1: like <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: You recommend parasites.org as a great, uh, to do a stool test. Okay. And your water
1: for two years. It's been two years. I, I sought them out just randomly. They didn't come to me when I started going viral. I actually went and sought them out. So it wasn't like, Oh, this, this worm queen went viral. Let's go to her. I actually went to them and I researched them because you know, millions of people are now watching me and I want someone that's very reliable and isn't just someone that's like, ooh, let's hop on her train. You know, I really needed someone who was really reliable for my own self because I was really very sick. I mean, if you yeah. watch, if you look at what I looked like two years ago, I my skin is very, it glows and is in really good condition. And it was not when I first started. And I think that that really was a big contributing factor to find out what else was going on with me. Because I knew something like five years ago, I thought I had parasites, they were going to do a biopsy on my nether regions, because I had a weird white spot, and they couldn't tell me what it was. And so they were going to take a little bit of a biopsy of my, my Mm -hmm. area. Wow. I said, let me come back in 10 days. I actually was researching colonics to see if that could be a reason. And at the time, you know, there wasn't a whole lot out there to look at. And so 10 days later, I came back and it was gone. And I'm like, this is weird. I said, no, this was like five years ago. When I first, my health first started to decline. Yeah. I put my head in the sand. I was like, I don't have worms, and my doctors were like, you don't have worms. It was just a bump, and I'm like, okay. Well, I get itchy, like you know, I have itch, and then now I know that my dog had crypto. sign of of parasites. Yeah, like yeah, and like. Oh my My dogs had roundworm, and now I know I had pinworms, I had roundworm, and I had crypto. So now I know, looking back, right, like I'm starting to investigate and figure out what was really going on with my health because no doctors wanted to help me.
0: Yeah, I know. I think you go to a typical doctor, and yes, they're great at surgery or giving medication Mm -hmm. or emergencies or any of that, um, doing your typicals, but... Um when it comes to finding the root cause that's uh, you got to kind of do your own little research or go see a functional medicine doctor that can really figure out what's going on. Um so and then how much are these tests at parasite.org like the stool and do you need to have a functional medicine doctor can you just order them and then how much are they?
1: They're about 250. Each. Oh that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So we just budgeted it in to our yearly allowance for medical for my husband and me. So we get two to three times a year testing, poop or oh, water. For mm-hmm. water and stool, you yep. do that three times a year? Sometimes. This and this client. year, we we did it twice a year. Last year, we did it three times a year. This year, because we see the results of all of our cleansing. And we know now pretty much what we're up against. and. Because of those tests, it actually helped me develop the herbs that are in the Parify kit because I had such a wide range. And so did Jeremy. We had different uh, parasites. He had he didn't have pinworms, I did. He had roundworms, so did I. So every and then I saw a lot of tapeworms. Cuz the minute that I started talking about this, I just so many pictures came across and a lot of people had tapeworms, a lot of people had the roundworms, um flatworms, you know, like I Which started just from cats again. Isn't there one that also cats comes from- Toxoplasmosis. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I was and just- that's what the the maker of the Para X talks about. So mm-hmm. Para X is been marketed for skin and really towards females because when you use these herbs, they're anti aging herbs. They're they're the herbs that I specifically use. The two that I have that no one else in any of these um, parasite oh, parasite cleanses uses. So I use Usnea and Lungwort, which they're okay. herbs that I forage. Those are
0: two. I actually have never seen in any of So can you go, can you talk about those two herbs? Because yeah, those are, I've heard of everything I feel like, but those are the two I have not heard of. So I was going to ask you about those.
1: Yes. They're my favorite. (laughs) So when I started doing all of this, I was breaking it down in a Logical medical fashion. When you're taking wormwood and you've got inflammation, what is going to come behind to help clean anything up? That is what a supporting type of tincture does. Or in our cases, tincture. In other people's cases, they use pills, and I'm just not a pill fan. I have pill exhaustion. I like my tinctures. They're so much easier to manage. You can tailor five drops, fifteen drops you have more control over your cleanse. That's why I did tinctures. So when I started digging in, um, my my Parafi, the main cleanse is pretty typical. Wormwood, black walnut hole, garlic, clove, and hawthorn. Hawthorn and tapeworms, they don't get along. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, I love Oregon grapefruit as an antiparasitic, but what else does Oregon grapefruit come in and clean up? inflammation. It helps curb your appetite, which is a problem when you're deworming because they don't want to die. So you're trying to go in and kind of calm your appetite down so that you're not allowing yourself to continue to strengthen them and feed them. Well, when you look at that, then you bring in the usnea. Usnea is old man's beard. It hangs in. um, It helps trees breathe. And it's an herb that's been used since before I could ancestors. Like this is how the ancestors cleanse. It also is an antibiotic. So when you're releasing bacteria and viruses, it needs a way to be cleaned up. So that is what Usnea does. So Usnea also was used by the big P. To help people lose weight. So it helps with your appetite as well. So the supporting tincture sustain. So we have three tinctures, parify, sustain, and metal flush. And then we have a binder, it's called Cinnabin. Mm -hmm. So when you're going and using your main tincture, you're dropping all of that junk and you need a way to clean it up. So Usnia comes in and cleans all the bacteria up that's being dropped by the parasites and worms. Okay and, and get it also out of what? your system you're pooping yep. it out basically <laughs> right. so it's like a symphony of herbs each time something happens you've got to have a way to come in and clean it up or it's going to make you sick so when i the so what is the difference between the charcoal and the ustnia, or is that kind of the so same it's not it's a all button. different so i'll 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 break that one down too, because I picked Ceylon cinnamon and coconut activated charcoal Ah. for our binder for a reason. Okay. So when What's you take friends with the binder versus this cleaning it up, you're saying. Okay, so it. Usnea, so when you're releasing the parasites and it's dropping bacteria and viruses, the Usnea comes in and kind of cleans it up as an herb. It kind of works its way through your, your bloodstream so that you're not having the die-offs. But it's not a binder. And we'll, I'll talk about the cinnamon and this binder. So then when you come in and you bring in metal flush, which is our third tincture, mm-hmm. heavy metals weight the parasites down. So when someone comes in and is using something like zeolite, it's mm-hmm. releasing the metals, but it doesn't come in and kill because it. It's not an anti-parasitic. It doesn't come in and remove the parasites. So when you're going in and you're breaking down with a parasite cleanse, you need a heavy metal detox because you're going to release the metal. The wormwood comes in and kills out the parasite. The Usnea goes in, removes the bacteria, and then the binder comes in and binds all that crap together together and allows it to not get absorbed into your bloodstream, making you feel sick and goes through into your poop. That is kind of the symphony of the herbs that we created. And you have to bust through that so Metal Flush has another herb in it called Lungwort Lichen. And yeah. it is a mucus breaker, which is a biofilm buster because okay. that's what they live in. Okay. So each one of the herbs plays a part all the way down to our distilled water. Like we literally put every single thing in our kit that you need.
0: Wow. That, so you, you also are saying most of the time, if people have these parasites you have heavy metals is that mm-hmm. and bacteria as well. So right. that's why you need this whole set process to get rid of yes. all of that and then flush it out. Right. Okay. Okay. So that's you why you do most, it all. What was that? Most people would like, you would say that most who have parasites also have heavy metals yes. and have some bacteria that should not be there. Mm-hmm.
1: And probably spores because they don't have to move to absorb the nutrients, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. they can just lay there and you're just feeding them. And that's why you feel like trash because the rest of your body is not getting it anymore. nutrients. Yeah. Yes. They're
0: taking it all. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> they are.
0: It's are another thing. Like people don't think about this, but my friend also, and even in our water as well. Yes. So if you're going swimming, so mm-hmm. she actually had the one where it kind of like, goes to the brain and can make you, I don't like there's a specific one. I forget. It's like the brain eating parasite or something. Aniba. Aniba. Yeah. And you can get it just by swimming in a lake or I I think so these are things too, when you go on vacation, which my doctor mm-hmm. he used to do some podcasts too with kind of Ben Greenfield and everything and saying, Hey, you might have got this from, you know, mm-hmm. swimming on in some water when you traveled here or traveled there. So people don't even think it might not even be something you're drinking. It could right. be swimming in this type of water that has
1: parasites where they can live. So yeah. And showering. You're showering. Right? Yeah, I know. And you open your mouth. That's how I got it. I didn't get it from drinking my water. I got it because I brushed my teeth under my tap water. I showered. I opened my mouth sometimes. I washed my hands and put my contacts in, and I had one in my eye because yeah. it was the water, and then I put it internally. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you think when whenever you travel, do you do a parasite?
0: cleanse after it like, if you go to Mexico, do you do that? And then, you know, I've seen a lot of people just go to Mexico, get pretty sick. And then mm-hmm. they come back and they're just like, well, it lasted a week or, you know, five days or whatever. I puked or pooped right. or whatever. And then they're they fine. just like eggs. But then, but then I'm thinking, You know, this starts building up in your body and this parasite or something, and it gets worse and worse. And then they have some symptoms six months later, and they're like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And it's because so even if they do get sick, and they feel better in a week, they should probably do some type of parasite cleanse to make sure that's not staying in their body. That's what we do. Okay, so every time you travel, you do a parasite cleanse <laughs> while I'm traveling.
1: Yes, while we take, or after we it both. Okay, Depend, it depends. Like we just got back from a cruise. It was mm-hmm. in Alaska, but I still cleanse, and I'm still cleansing because I don't know how where their produce came from. I don't know where if where their meats came from. I don't know that stuff. So, do I want to live my life? I do. I don't want to be chained to this anymore in my life. So yeah. I'm just I just protect myself by the end of the night, I do my parify and my whole kit because it gets into your stomach acid and they like stomach acid and I'm making it neutralized or my husband will do it right after he eats something as like a digestive support. And, it, and then sometimes we actually do synthetic ones because I was so sick that I will never want to get sick like that again. So I actually will do synthetic driven ones, but I always follow it up with herbs because those synthetics are only for the specific parasite or worm that I took it for where you can actually catch a variety of things and just not know it. So you might as well just be proactive, you know
0: yeah so and what do you mean synthetic just like a actual
1: medication yeah or- so i have uh like ben Bendazole or menbendazole or alenia and it's kind of crazy because we went to we went to saint martin and went right to their pharmacy and we got like a year supply wow. for like 42 dollars uh-huh. and that six of those that pills we all like a lot of mm-hmm. medical mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like looked at me like i go hey Six of these is a thousand dollars in the United States because it's really difficult to get your insurance Mm -hmm. to pay for medications unless you're using a Western lab. Yeah. And then when my husband came positive, his insurance would not pay for his anti-parasitic pills and it was $999. Wow. Oh my gosh.
0: I know this whole, the whole system. And I think, you know, Testing for mold, testing for parasites can really save people and, pre- and mm-hmm. be a preventative because it's just destroying your gut, which is all just so important for your immune system. So yep. it's like, I don't know why these tests are not covered by insurance when it can help so much. I mean, mold is so toxic. I have so mold. I was,
1: I was uh, sick. I lost half of my hair. Wow. That's year. You can go back and look at my videos. I didn't know I had Aspergillus Niger poisoning and it was at a level I should have been hospitalized.
0: Yeah. I had a really, I think, I don't know what the, you know, I think the range was zero to 10. And one of my molds was like at 150. It was very, very high. And I had no idea. I just went in and I was like, you know, I've got issues and then come back and you're like, Oh, and then you heal and you get better. And you're like, Oh, this is how I'm supposed to feel. I mean, I honestly just normalize that fatigue and these things going on and brain fog and everything. And I normalize it. And I think a lot of people normalize
1: being sick. They do. We've normalized it and you're not supposed to be sick and we blame
0: age. We're like, Oh, I'm getting older. And like, this is why. And then I have this weird blow. And then you start to like, normalize this float. And it's like, no fatigue, like you should feel energized. And I think that really helps your mental state as well. And so it's like, all these things can make you feel amazing too, and also be a preventative of disease. So, you know, these things I don't know why insurance doesn't cover it but it's it's I would love for insurance to cover like you know these tests the blood and the stool test and everything. Um, Someone
1: has to go in and actually recode everything. So it's not a copyrighted word. So one of the things I did when I wrote books was I wrote a book on medical billing and coding, and I taught all of the medical system how to run things with electronic medical records, which we were kind of all diving into about 11 years ago when they decided to regulate all of our insurance to be on electronic medical records. And Um, we changed the way that, Insurance looked at people's diseases and how we would change and pay for those diseases, and so a lot of our labeling is specifically for insurance to pay the doctors. That's why. Mm. Okay, well, yeah, we need to change this. <laughs> there's like a code, and the code has to code. Yep, oh. and if you can't provide as a doctor or a practitioner that specific code with proof the insurance will not pay and we don't have Mm. enough reliable tests to allow the insurance to pay for that code. It's all codes. It has nothing to do with you as a human or you as your diseases. It has to do with a very black and white code on how they get paid and how the doctors get paid. Yeah. So we won't won't get into too much insurance. No, we won't. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, is it is expensive. Like I know it's yeah. expensive to go uh, rogue and do it yourself, but so is the amount of money I spent trying to find out what was wrong with me.
0: I know. And then if you don't take care of it now, you're going to pay for it a lot more in five, 10 years for something yep. else. So that's why I'm like, you know, I'd rather put my money towards, some, you know, healing mm-hmm. now and pre and be
1: preventative than, you know, some des- like disease later on. Um, so that's why we made Parify so cheap. And it's 30 days. And within 30 days, you really are going to know is a root cause of your chronic illness and your health declining. Is it parasites? Because yeah. if you're taking an antiparasitic and your health improves and you start yeah. to feel better, that's what was wrong with you. Candida, uh, heavy metals, the the parasites themselves and then a binder pulling it out. And, you know, is that what it is? And so for 30 days for a $100, you're gonna know, is that the problem? And then if you're, you come off of that, and you're still not feeling well, you can continue to do it. And that's what my whole company is about, Mm -hmm. is holding your hand while you're doing it, guiding you to the right practitioners to help you. We really... We hold the space and that's why I started the company. It's nice that we have a kit and we all get paid for our time, but that wasn't why I invented a kit. I invented a kit so I could pay other people to help you find out what's going on because sometimes that's all you need is just someone encouraging you.
0: Yeah, And I, and this is just something, it's not going to hurt you. So it's like, you just try this out. If you think you're parasites, it's always Mm -hmm. great to do this cleanse. Anyways, these herbs are just Mm -hmm. always great. Even if you're sick, like these things are just like, you know, if you start feeling something coming on, like I, I, you know, I take the para X or I take my like oregano drops, or like, I saw also your stuff had some garlic. I mean, these natural remedies of herbs and garlic can be wonders just if you start to feel like you're getting a virus
1: or something. That's what we take it for too. And we soak our herbs. So we're like, we're like two to four weeks processing because we manufacture our own. I, I, Ethically source or forage the herbs that are in our kit. We get we have jugs that we de- we put all of the herbs and we soak them for five to six weeks in a facility that's in Jonesboro that we built ourselves. Wow. We do everything our on our own. We're not in a lab. We are everything. From the moment you place your order, your your kit is handmade. And so we actually soak all of the herbs in all of our kits. We actually purchased a pill machine that uses the capsule. So we make our own binder. We Mm. we bought that. um, I actually learned how to bring it over from China. I went through the DEA. I went through uh, having a broker. Like I did it all myself to get it to the United States. And then we make like 8,000 capsules in an hour where we were hand pressing and it would take us about nine or 10 hours to make 8,000 capsules. So we (laughs) cut our lead time in half, but we soak the herb. We have our own patent recipe that then we make the tinctures. We process the tinctures. We have our own labels. Like we are it. We do not outsource anywhere. Everybody works for Rogers hood and it's Rogers hood that does it all. That's so amazing.
0: So Okay. So while we're, I'm just going to ask you some questions really quick. Yeah. Um, I didn't see oregano in any of your tinctures. Is there a mm-hmm. reason
1: why? There is because oregano should only be used between 10 to 14 days. Okay. In process time, it should look at, you should look at it as an antibiotic. If you overuse oregano, it can actually, because con- it, it's considered a hot herb, Uh So you actually want to be really careful. And when I first found out I had mold poisoning, it was because of oregano oil. I actually took too much of it for too long and I wasn't really following what I should have been following. And with oregano oil, I, Mm -hmm. I got really, it was, it's too, too, it's too hot of an herb. Okay, so just my like
0: personal antibiotic, almost like you just don't, you shouldn't be taking that for.
1: You should be taking it as like an antibiotic. Ten to fourteen days okay. is really what it should be used. Um, my doctor, Dr. Giles, she actually sees people via Zoom. Um, but when I first went to her, I was on oregano oil for three months, and I did it to rid myself of a specific parasite, and. When I found out my eyes were swelling shut, we thought I was having an allergic reaction to the the oregano oil, and then we started running the test for the mold. And what happened was I got off of wormwood, and wormwood suppresses mold spores. When I got off of the wormwood to take a seven-day break from my parify cleanse, that is when the mold started taking over my body, and I was taking... a oregano oil in order to, to counteract what was happening. And it actually was causing kind of like a storm in my body.
0: Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I did not know that about oregano, but this is great information. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then another question I have, have you done IV ozone? Do you do mm-hmm. any ozone for the mold? Um, so you did, you've done IV ozone.
1: I did. I did that with a bunch of NAC, and, but my doctor does all of that. Okay so you kind of have done the IVs and the protocol. Mm-hmm. Feel- I love ozone. I My, know. I see a holistic biological dentist and he has me oh, swish not- ozone in your mouth actually yeah. for a sage, If you haven't done this you should cuz you love ozone. Therasage has that bubbler, but it has a medical attachment to it. You can buy in addition to the bubbler. The bubbler is a hundred dollars and then the, the attachment is $88 and you can make your own ozone oil, your own ozone water. And if you put it in a water pick, it'll actually change your gums. So what I do is I water pick with ozonated water and then I use an ozone oil because I have a lot of crowns and I put them all along the edges of the crowns to help keep the bacteria away. And I so when I first started doing this at the beginning of the year, my level was at 3.2 with bacteria in my mouth. And I'm at a one now with bacteria in my mouth.
0: Okay, because mm-hmm. I have been listening to so many podcasts about oral yes. health. mm mm-hmm. It's part of your digestive tract. Yes. i mean, seen any of you have bacteria and then they can do a whole scan. I mean these functional dentists are becoming a little more popular and they're realizing like even I've discovered a remineralization hype. I I forget it's in some toothpaste and everything. So Mm -hmm. that's part of remineralization. Then the bacteria is huge. The root canals, it's, you know, dentistry is just kind of- And you're swallowing it.
1: Right, just, so it's, it's, to, it's just and it's swallowing the bacteria
0: too. It's just it's horrible. So she actually, your dentist did a scan, yes. and then found out you have this much bacteria. Yes. and now you're way down by doing the ozone and everything. Right. Wow. Okay. I'm this. This is. It. So I do have an ozone machine too. I I have um simply O three. Okay. O3. Yeah. So I did the water and then I was oh. doing gospel. I haven't been using it lately. It is kind of a little, you know, you, I have to do that. Like, does yours have the oxygen tank? And then you have to like,
1: no, you okay. no, really should go look at Therasage. They also okay. have a program. They're super awesome, but it's like the machine is this big.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: And I, and I, 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 I use like, I I yeah, have, no, I know which one you're
0: talking like about oxygen tank. And then I got nope. all these tubes and everything. And then,
1: yeah, it's, it's so easy. And so you I actually got it for my produce, because I'll soak my produce in the soap with the vinegar, Celtic sea salt and lime, and then distilled water. So that's how I soak my produce. And then I don't rinse it. I stick it in the ozonated water that I put the TheraSage machine in. You should check it out. It's so yeah. cool. It's, and then they have attachments, and the attachments are like literally this big. Like Aww. you look at the attachments and be like, "How does that work?" But the way that it creates the ozonated water that is, is medical grade, and okay. so that's kind of what they did. It's super smart. Uh, the owner of TheraSage's daughter had Lyme, and that's oh, how all yeah. the stuff was created for him. -hmm. Yeah, the ozone is great for Lyme disease as well. It it is
0: okay. So you've done the ozone. You're doing your Mm -hmm. you're going all full like teeth, gut cleanse, everything, and you feel a lot better.
1: I would totally different.
0: Yeah, your energy, um, your Mm -hmm. hair. You're saying so now. You do do you not have hair come out at all, and then your skin. I've seen amazing things on your page too with them with people doing the parify and the mm-hmm. protocol and then they've had rashes or these weird skin issues and then they disappear or they they're gone after the cleanse. So then you yep. had you have
1: rashes? I did. I had eczema okay. um, I had a lot of acne and I couldn't figure out why because I don't I don't eat I didn't eat like trash and it was because they were trying to get out of my skin. Because they need wow. to escape when you start making your body inhospitable, they don't really care where they're coming out of eyes, nose, mouth, your skin, and that's why you need a good binder, and you need to make sure your pathways are open, peeing, pooping, and perspiring if you're not doing those things, you shouldn't do any cleanse until I you I know people, like
0: the you know sweating, doing a sauna is also mm-hmm. really important for detoxing as well yeah um and then. Oh, I was going to ask you something else. Oh, did you ever fast or, and Mm -hmm. completely, I also saw you have with food, you have specifics of do not eat this while you are cleansing. So is that mostly sugar? You're trying to stay away from any type of carb sugar initially?
1: And then we're trying to stay away from anything that will feed them because we're trying to weaken them to kill them. So yeah. no meats if possible. And if you're gonna eat meat, try eating just white meat and grass-fed beef. If you can't do no meat for 30 days, you're just trying to weaken them so that when we come in and shock them with the herbs, they're gone. And you're not like feeding them with past you know, sugars and alcohol and meats. You're just gonna feed them. We're trying yeah. to weaken them.
0: Okay, so that's your whole food protocol so and then did you ever mm-hmm. fast or any of this for your I do. okay, do you do it for just uh sixteen hours or do you do like a day two day fast?
1: I just do the sixteen I follow the sixteen one okay and then I do juice I juice a lot, especially if I'm going into a cleanse, I will juice, and what
0: kind of juice is this just a celery or and some mm-hmm. herbs?
1: Do you ever I do, do sugar celery? Ju- do I do sugar juice?
0: I oh, like the fruit juice. I'm I'm not a big fan of fruit juice, honestly.
1: <laughs> I do celery, cucumbers, carrots, grapes, and apples. That's my jam. Mm-hmm. It helps my skin. It helps push any of the toxins out. Okay. So that's your typical juice cleanse mm-hmm. before you go into your parasite cleanse. Okay
0: anyway so yeah so this is great information anything else we should talk about for parasites i'm trying to think um
1: i don't know so anything else people should just cleanse like that's kind of why that's what that's what my whole account is it's like what is for
0: me personally around so many toxins and everything and then our body is not able to function as it typically should so i think we have like we have to take like an extra step in detoxing and cleansing because Mm -hmm. they're just constantly bringing toxins into our body we are heavy metals and uh, you know i know even biohackers doctors and they still find heavy metals in their Mm -hmm. system they still find glyphosate in their blood and so even them who are doing the most you know the extreme of everything still find this stuff in their body so it's like always doing the detox i've you know the founder of symbiotica he says he takes the charcoal Mm -hmm. binder every day i mean these are just something that just like people are like how often should i take i'm like i don't probably all the time
1: (laughs) I mean, I won't take a binder every day because it specific binders stop me up and you have to like, yeah. So I'm really careful about making sure if if that binder stops me up, I just can't. But yeah, yeah, I mean, we have so much trash that is involved in our lives now that used to not be. And you should give your body a fighting chance. The moment that you stop allowing your organs to be cleared out is the moment that you start getting infections. And, you know, you got to think about it. Like when you look at the way the A and P of your body is the anatomy and physiology of your body, it goes in here and then it starts to go like this, right? All of the nutrients start to break out. Well, what happens if there's a hiccup? How do you fix that? You know, like what if your liver is not filtering what it should be filtering, then the rest of your organs have to work overtime to, to figure out why this organ's not working anymore. So then you're going to wear out your kidneys and your, your bladder and your, your pancreas because your liver stopped performing and allowing other organs to work properly. So what you're trying to do is bring your body back to a homeostasis level and understand what that should feel like where none of us really know what that feels like because we're so clouded with toxins and shit. That's just being thrown at us every day. Yeah. Um, there was, Oh, so do you still see any
0: parasites? Like you are probably very cleansed out now Mm -hmm. and I'm curious. So do you ever still see parasites coming out of you?
1: (laughs) So personally, I have in the last few months, because I have been out and about okay. working, um, visiting, because we have a shop in Arkansas. And so I'm not eating the best. I, I've gone on a couple cruises. But I see it as a positive thing because that means I've made my body inhospitable and they don't want to live in me anymore. Mm. So that means that they're starting to migrate out or I might have eaten something that had some eggs in it, the eggs hatched. And they're like, nope, nope, this chick is not welcoming. I'm out. So I also cleanse at least once a month. Like I will I will over the full moon, three days before the full moon, I do a cleanse and a couple of days after the full moon. You and
0: know why you're doing this during the full moon? Yes. People are probably thinking like, what does she right? keep talking about?
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. So can you explain what happens. I guess the so, parasites come out. They, they do. <laughs> they do. And I think that's why everyone's like, everyone's so crazy during a full moon. So the <laughs> folklore is that, and this is from the French folklore, which they eat snails, which snails has parasites in them. And so whenever they dewormed, they would do it three days before because the parasites start to dislodge from your, your tissue, your blood and your muscle. And they want to migrate into different spots, creating new families in your body. So they will dislodge themselves and make their way by eating your serotonin. Because that's the happy hormone that runs through your body, and they love it. And that's why a lot of people that have parasites are sad, anxious, and depressed mm-hmm. because the serotonin is being eaten up. So they eat the serotonin and migrate your, through their through your body, dropping eggs and creating new family in your body. And so, if you start three days before, they're the most vulnerable and the most active. Then you, you continue to go over the three days and then the full moon happens, which then they're at their peak. And then a few days after, because now they're starting to settle down in their new environment in your body.
0: Okay. So always, it's great to do a cleanse during a full moon.
1: It's fast. <laughs> But if you can't, I can never wait. I just would start it the moment I felt movement. I would start. I, I couldn't deal with the movement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. okay. This is great information for people. People need to know about parasites. And I, I mean, I've listened to many podcasts, people don't think about it, but it's great to just detox and get this all out. It is. So, okay. So you suggest you have the parafi mm-hmm. the the whole 30 day cleanse. And mm-hmm. then I also saw another gut one you have as well. So like cleansing the colon out, right? also have the mold a little, mm-hmm. uh, talks for the mold, which is great. So, um, I guess if that is it, I, <laughs> unless you want to say anything else about parasites, but uh do you eat raw fish? That's one. I forgot to ask you that one question. Do you eat raw fish or sushi? I do
1: not anymore.
0: Okay. No matter what it you're like, I'm sad.
1: Not- salmon was my favorite. And that's why I hone in so heavily in salmon, because it makes me so mad that I can't eat it anymore. They actually found that farm raised salmon is more toxic than um, any of the junk food that we have right now. It's actually safer to eat Lay's potato chips than it is to eat farm raised salmon. Yeah, I do not eat farm raised salmon.
0: There was one documentaries, see something and they showed like all the bacteria and stuff growing mm-hmm. in that because it's not their natural environment. So the right. water gets very, uh, I think there's fungus or bacteria buildup and it's just kind of a whole cycle. I mean, we try to find easier ways, easier or more convenient ways to not let nature do what it's supposed to do. And we think we found a way to, you know, be more productive, but really nature
1: knows best. I feel like They mm-hmm. <laughs> do. Um, so and it's uh, all fish though, not just salmon. It's actually all fish. I get videos every day of like oysters. i heard it.
0: oysters are pretty like, you have to be very careful with oysters yes. and I love oysters as well. Seafood.
1: I mean, it, this yeah. is a natural thing. The funny thing is, is it's not, it doesn't feel natural to us here in the United States or Western medicine countries like Australia, they have a worm issue. Did you hear about the lady that the worm got pulled out of her brain? No, really? (laughs) I think maybe I
0: saw that on your page. And I was like, I mean, this happened. People do not think about this in the brain or they they live everywhere. It's so scary. And I'm curious to, you know, with, this is something I would love to test for, like in Japan, um, Mm -hmm. places where fish is so common, because heavy metals is a huge issue. There's so many problems that go down when it comes to heavy metals, your testosterone, whatever your hormones, everything, and then parasites as well. So I'm curious, I would love to go to these countries where all they do is eat fish and see what's going on. I mean, do they They have some type of yeah exactly they, have, they use a lot of herbs mm-hmm. um green tea is also yep. something, so I'm just curious there if we tested their blood and their stool what would what would come out because obviously we're doing something wrong where people are getting sick all the time mm-hmm. here and then other countries that can that eat a ton of fish do they have heavy metal toxicity do they have you know all these parasites i'm I'm just very curious about this, but you know, they do use a lot of herbs. They do use the green tea and these little concoctions. So
1: they make sure whatever they eat has an additional layer attached. So Mm -hmm. pumpkin seeds are a great example. Whenever I am eating my own salad, I put pumpkin seeds so that when it goes into my digestion, then it will mix around. And if there is a possibility that I could have a parasite that's mixed in with my produce, that it actually could be neutralized. So I'm giving myself a better chance of not having my, catch it, right? If yeah. my gut isn't real nice and and really smooth, and there could be like a divot, which is what's the problem with a lot of our guts, they live in the gut in which there's issues if you're not doing a probiotic. And mm-hmm. a lot of them don't have those gut issues. And so yeah. they just come right out if there is if there does happen to be one.
0: Yeah, so it really does have to do with how our body is functioning. So that's why mm-hmm. we do take these extra precautions because we're surrounded by toxins and we eat junk food and, you know, and so our body's not able to do what it's supposed to do. So that's why I think it's more of an issue now than before is because we don't, we're not incorporating these herbs where we don't have the microbiome that we should, and then our whole, so they're just getting stuck and able to congregate. (laughs)
1: yes they're just like let's let's pick up in this great
0: environment let me stay here i just get sugar all the time
1: (laughs) why why would they want to (laughs) leave
0: okay so um i guess we'll end this podcast but at the end i always am i since i'm biohacker blondie um i like to ask about three biohacks you suggest you could just do daily tech, whatever you think, whatever you incorporate, um, three biohacks in your life to live your best life.
1: Okay. <laughs> I live my best life with infrared sauna. Hmm. Yeah. We all love infrared. Love it. Uh, I do castor oil, not just packs, mm-hmm. but I do castor oil with my red light. So, I'll like slather myself with castor oil and then I sit in my therapy. Huh? Full body or just, I mean, I've heard. uh, So, what do you think about the hair, the eyebrows, Mm -hmm. the eyelashes? You just slather it all over. I slather myself up (laughs) and then I sit in my red light thoracage and I let the red light penetrate the seven layers of my skin that then push the castor oil more into my body to break up the toxins. Okay. That's my big biohack. I will if I'm having something going on with my belly, I'll slather it and I don't just do castor oil packs. Okay. Um, I do castor oil and then I sit in front of the red light to let them both work together harmoniously so that it does the the most most it can.
0: Okay, okay. Well, that's great. So it gets everywhere though. Mm-hmm. very like sticky, oily. Like, so what do you do? I mean, <laughs> I
1: just, I just put a towel down and then I just chill in there for like 15, 20 minutes. And then when I get out, I just wipe myself down with another towel and then I shower.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So you just get on and get it out. Okay. And mm-hmm. then what's your third one,
1: usually like cold therapy. So I try and hack it that way or, I do Parify, and I do Kill, Bind, and Sweat. What? Kill, Bind? Kill, kill Bind, and Sweat. Dr. just came up with Kill, Bind, and Sweat. So basically, it's where you take a binder, and then you're trying to kill it. You try and bind it with it, and you try and sweat it out. So I'll do a binder, and then I'll get into my thoracic or into a sauna, and I try and kill it out that way.
0: That's great. I love it. Okay, those are great three biohacks. So <laughs> anyway, what, are
1: three? what are your three? I want to know your three. Oh my gosh.
0: What was I just thinking? I always do. Um, that I was like, oh, I should mention this. But I, I take a cold shower every morning. I think that's great for hair, awakening me up. Um, I journal. I think my gratitude journal just helps me set, you know, my day. I do. I do quite a bit. I I, I am working out sweating. I think Mm -hmm. that's great. I finally got the infrared sauna blanket, which I love. Um, I know. I just, there's something about sweating like that and get Mm -hmm. detoxing, which is just amazing. But working out too, I sweat. So that's just great. Get vitamin D first thing in the morning. with the sun just sets my day to a more like energetic, you know, um, state. I don't know. It's just, if I don't do that, if I don't get movement in first thing in the morning, I don't feel the same throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just really important. Then I have whole supplement protocol, I <laughs> just always switching things up, but I definitely, uh, am a supplement advocate. Um, so yeah, just can't even think I just do so much, but, and I do blood work. I think I'm a big advocate of blood work. I just think people should do their yeah. Go you know, blood panels, figure out what's going on. Um, I think that's a great start to just make sure at least that your body's functioning the way it should be.
1: <laughs> yeah, blood work's huge. Yeah. I I'm a Western medicine and a traditionalist. Like, I think that we they belong together. I don't I'm I know. A, yeah, I think you have to know, and it's cool because we can know.
0: Yeah, I think it's great to just dive deep and see what nutrients you might, you know, you know, be depleted in or have too much of and come to that homeostasis and find how your body can function its best and then you can also dive deep into like you know toxins and then detox mm-hmm. and go down that so but I think that's a great basis so anyways but this is so great I'm so glad you came on and, and you having you. to be on the biohacker body podcast where we share all things health wellness longevity detoxing Uh, get rid of those parasites. So I can't thank you enough for taking this time out of your day and um, coming on my podcast. So
1: thank you for having me. Thanks
0: again. Thank you.